Tanya for Bei Shvat is the beginning of chapter 19. Chapter 19, the Alter Rebbe is continuing discussing what he began in chapter 18 about the explanation of why is it that every single Yid has the ability to be able to stir a feeling, at least a deep, deep feeling of connection to Hashem, which may not be expressed in, in a full-fledged emotional experience, but based on the fact that every Jew has an Avamasuteres, every Jew could therefore, it's very readily accessible for every Jew, it's extremely accessible for every Jew to be able to have the stimulation and the drive, the motivation to do Torah Mitzvahs and serve Hashem. So in the end of chapter 18, the Altareb explained that the source of this Apa Mesuteres is rooted in Chochmah, because Chochmah is Koyachmah, as we elaborated on this yesterday, that Koyachma means that it has the ability to have complete bittel. It's a kli that has no self-identity, and on that level it could be a vessel for the Eiden Sof. And within the Eiden Sof is the revelation of Elikus, of godliness, in its infinite state. In chapter 19, the al explains this idea further, and he explains what exactly is the nature of this as Al-Trebbe asked the two questions in chapter 18, what's the nature of the Ahmed Suteris? Um, how is it a Yerusha? Three questions. And also, how does it um, have Yira included in it? So that last question will be discussed at the end of chapter 19. But the question about what is the Ahmed Suteris is going to be elaborated on in today's Tanya. And as Al-Trebbe is going to give the analogy based on the post that says, Neid Hashem Nishma Sodom, that the candle of Hashem is the soul of man. Al-Tareb is going to use the analogy that the Pasuk uses for the nature of the Nisham of every Yid. Adam here refers to Adam as Yidin, as the Gemara says, that Atam Kruim Adam, that Adam versus Ha-Adam, Adam refers to Davka Yisrael, the Yidin, that the Nisham of a Yid is like a candle, and particularly not just a candle, but the light, the flame, the Eid of the candle, and the nature of the Eid, as we see empirically, is that the fire is constantly jumping. And as explained in Chassidus, the idea of the flame constantly jumping emphasizes or highlights the fact that the soul, that the light, is constantly trying to reconnect back to its source. That not only is it aware of its source, the fact that it comes from, as explained in the Medrash and in the Rambam and Hilchas Yisoyed Yatayra, that Eid stems from the Eid Eish HaYesoyedi, there's four Yesoidis, the way it's explained in, uh, in the earlier Rishayim, that there's the four Yesoidis, Eish, Maim, Ruach, and Ofer, or Eish, Ruach, Maim, and Ofer. And the level of Eish is the highest, most spiritual realm. And it's not a light that's visible. It's a spiritual entity, as fire in general is a spiritual entity. It's not something that could be quantifiable through scientific measurements. And therefore, the nature of Eish, Yesoidi, which doesn't really have much way of detection, is the, considered the, the, the beginning of the form of Metzius, of things existing. And, and therefore the candle that has the fire on it, it constantly feels, and knows, not only knows, but constantly feels its source. And therefore the reason why a candle, the, the flame is constantly jumping, is because it's trying to disattach itself from its being grounded and limited 
and being a metzius of light for itself, rather it wants to lose its metzius, it wants to be incorporated back into its source. And that's the idea that Al-Tarebbe says is the same thing by the neshama of every single Jew, that every Jewish neshama, as well as the ruach and nefesh, the whole naran, the nefesh, ruach, and neshama of every single Jew has this innate nature. As Al-Tarebbe explains, the nature over here doesn't mean nature as what we define as nature, as the course of what things happen. Nature, that Al-Tarebbe says, things that are the irrational aspects of, of life things that are just are without any explanation, things which are super rational, like the fact that the sun's rotation or the planets, etc., etc., there's no, we, we could understand after the fact how they work and why they work or, or, or the benefits of why they work this way, but the, the nature of them working this way is not rational. So likewise, this nature of the Jewish soul, like the nature of the, of the candle, the flame on the candle that wants to be connected to its source, seemingly is completely irrational, but that is the nature of the Jewish soul that it constantly desires to be back into its source, into its original form, that it shouldn't be in a form the way it is as a soul within a body, but rather it wants to be within its source, which is the infinite light of God. And because every single Jewish soul, every Jewish soul, the Nishmas Odom, has this element within it, that is the nature of the Avam Suteris that every Jew possesses, which again is rooted within the Kliya Chochma that every Jew has. And since we're dealing with something which has within its nature this wanting to constantly be connected to its source, to the extent that it's willing, not only willing, but its constant yearning, deep, deep yearning of every Jew is to be just connected to its source and feel its source, likewise on the other end it doesn't want to be disconnected constantly would fight any way in any, in any, whenever there will be a challenge for it to be disconnected from its source, it will fight against it. And this explains better why, as we explained in, the, in chapter 18, why most Jews will be willing to give up their lives. And al will continue that theme eventually in this chapter as well. Be willing to give up their lives when it comes to a challenge to their love of Hashem or their connection to Hashem. And that's because of this deep avamusuteris, which is rooted in Chochmah, and the nature of this Avim Soteris is like the flame of fire that has this innate nature to want to be incorporated. And even though it's not rational, it's opposite of what seems to be the, it loses its whole identity. It has no identity anymore. When it comes back into its source, it has no identity of, of, of itself. But that's precisely the nature of every Jew. So practically what that means is that we have deep, possessed deep within us the constant awareness that we don't want to be stuck in the physical world, we don't want to be left within the perception of the physicality, the way, it is, the way we perceive it, because we have a deep-rooted sense of the, of the reality, the way it is above, beyond what seems to be the reality of the physical world. And that connection, which is innate to every single Jew, is when we allow for ourselves to be in tune with it, it spurs us on to wanting to constantly be feeling this connection. Sometimes we experience it on special occasions, let's say Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah. We feel this type of connection where we just feel like ourselves wanting to just be completely connected to God, even if it means we lose our existence. Because at the end of the day, what is our existence? Our existence is godliness. And we want to be just fully incorporated into that godliness. So now, through this, we understand the nature of this Adam Esoteris, which will allow us to understand why is it that every Jew has this ability to overcome the struggles that it, 
that are within this physical world because we have something that is much deeper. We have an attachment and want and don't and we desire this attachment and don't want anything that will uproot this attachment. And that, just the knowledge of this connection itself, as Alter will explain later, the knowledge of this connection itself is enough to spur on a deep feeling of not wanting to do anything that will counter or, or sabotage the connection that we have. So in the beginning of chapter 19, Alter says, to explain even further, we need to first explain of the post that says, the light or the candle of God is the soul of man. Pirush, what does it mean? Adam, she Yisrael hakruim Adam. We're Dafka talking about Yisrael, that Yisrael, as the Gemara Yavama says, that Yisrael, that Adam is referring to Yisrael. Nishmasam hilamashul ke'edmer, that the soul of a Yid is like, in a way of analogy, like the light, and specifically the light of the candle. Shemis nanei atamid lamaylam, that's constantly moving upwards. Betivoy, it's something which you can see that its nature is constantly jumping up. Other things you don't necessarily, once it already has its defined existence, its defined mitzvahs, it doesn't necessarily constantly move around. It doesn't show that it wants to be disconnected from its mitzvahs. Light, constantly shows how it doesn't want to be here. It feels uncomfortable being connected to the, to the candle. And the reason for this, this says, because the light of the fire, desires, chafetz is the deep desire, naturally is is to completely disconnect from the wick that's holding it back and keeping it down here in the physical realms, and rather wants to connect back to its source above, it feels its source and it's aware of its source above, within the general element of eish, that's underneath, the sphere of the moon, as Yitzchayim explains, and as we already mentioned, the Ramam explains this, and the Medrash explains this. Even though through this it will extinguish, and it won't shine anymore. Even when it goes back up to its source, it, has, it will lose its independent Metzius. It will have no independent existence whatsoever, because it will be completely bottled to the great light of its source. Despite this, that's its deep desire, naturally. In other words, the true desire of, of the candle, of the fire of the candle, is not to have to be a mashpia, it's not to be an existence in a body, it's not to be an existence in a, in, 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 on itself. It'd rather not have any mitzvahs for itself. It'd rather just be completely incorporated within and being bought within the, the, its source. Likewise, the soul of man, so to the levels of Ruach and Nefesh. It also desires, with a deep natural yearning, to separate from its body. We don't want to be left in our bodies, we want to be connected back to our source in the infinite life of God. Even though that will mean that the neshama will lose any of its independent existence. And none of its original form, the way it was in a body, will remain. This is what it desires. And the tether this idea of this is the nature, it's a borrowed term. I'll never use this expression in chapter one. It's not an exact definition, but it's a borrowed term to explain something that's irrational. Teva here means something that's irrational. When you want to ask why is it that X, Y, or Z happens, and you get the answer because that's the nature of it, that basically means I have no explanation to for it. So that's what Al-Tarebi here says, that Teva here means something which is super rational, something which makes no sense. 
And therefore, that's why the Alter Rebbe keeps on highlighting the fact that this is its nature, and because Vegam Khan Hakavana should also Nefesh, Because this also the fact that the Nefesh wants to lose any of its mitzis, meaning you would think that having its independent existence is what we, it desires. It wants to shine for itself, it wants to exist on its own. The fact that it wants to completely lose its own existence and be incorporated within its source, that's completely irrational. Ella, rather, the only reason for this is that is something which is transcends logic, and this is because it, it resides within the level of Chochmah, which has within Chochmah has the infinite light of God. And being such, as we already explained yesterday in chapter 18, it's totally dealing with the irrational, the super rational, etc. Perhaps a marshal for this would be is the earlier shluchim that didn't want to leave the Rebbe's presence and become a shliach, even though when you become a shliach, you become a ganzer, rashik bahag, you become a home for yourself. But the chassid's natural want is to be completely bottled to the Rebbe and be under the foot, feet of the Rebbe. He doesn't care to have his own mitzias. His mitzias is wanting to be by the Rebbe the whole time. And that's the, that's, that's the mitzias of every yid. The mitzias of every yid is not to have its own independent mitzias from the Abishir, but on the contrary, to constantly feel its mitzias with the Abishir.